Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife featuring me, sexy soccer mom and hot soccer daddy. Um, For episode 12, we have a very special treat for you. We have the incredibly sexy, incredibly hot, incredibly kinky Miss Erica Swings joining us today. Um, (laughs) Thank you. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Now, we've listened to you on many a podcast before, so we kind of, um, Hot Soccer Daddy and I understand your background. We know how you got into this, but will you share with our listeners a little bit of your history into the lifestyle and content creation side of things? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like sometimes I don't even believe it, but um, yeah, my, my husband and I met back in college and um, very quickly into our dating relationship, um, you know, kind of talked about, um, you know, sexually just kind of, you know, what we're into. I feel like that's, you know, a pretty normal thing. Um, and yeah, kind of long story short, you know, I was very inexperienced vanilla, just not really sure. And he had had a lot more experience um, you know, actually in lifestyle stuff. So I kind of had a nice head start in somebody that I felt comfortable with, um, that was confident in kind of navigating, you know, just with people, how to talk to people, how to start that conversation. Um, so yeah, it kind of started with dating and then, um, pretty shortly into our relationship, uh, you know, we had talked about actually having an experience together, um, you know, inviting somebody in or uh, meeting another couple. Um, so he kind of helped uh, make that happen. And uh, yeah, super nervous at first. So I don't want to like, come on here and be like, oh, yeah, it was easy. Like it was it was a good stress, though. It was like exciting, like all these like new like feelings and like just things that I had no experience doing. But um, again, it was at a, at a comfortable pace for us both. Um, It was with a, you know, a couple of our choosing that we got to meet very well before we decided to, um, to swap and and have that experience. But um, all in all, it turned out very well. And obviously, um, kind of the rest is history as far as that goes. You were hooked. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was awesome. So So then how did the lifestyle aspect of it turn into the content creation side of it? Yeah, um, I know. It's it's like different worlds, but it's all together for me. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll try my best to kind of dissect that. But uh, around probably the same time, it was just, you know, kind of another conversation where we're like, hey, have you ever like, I remember, it sounds so cheesy, but we're just like, oh, have you ever, you know, like, you know, wanted to do anything like what, have somebody watch or something like that. Just, and I was like, um, no, I'm very <laughs> self-conscious and scared. I'm like, I want to show that to anybody. And, um, so, you know, it was, it was just kind of gentle nudging, but like really just kind of planting the seed. And then I was thinking about it more and I was like, I was like, meh, oh, why not? I was like, who cares? Like it, whatever. So I think it was just posting on, I can't even remember if it was like Reddit or like 4chan or something like that, just a, a social site. Right. And there's always boards for everything. So we posted in a specific board, I think for, um, you know, like sharing nudes and stuff like that. And, you know, surprise, surprise, like now I say that now, but at the time I was like so scared, but I got an overwhelmingly good feedback and it was kind of addicting. I was like, Oh, well this is kind of cool because 
I get to share this. And then that kind of became an uh, exploration into, okay, like how can we monetize this though? It's like, we're poor college kids. Like, you know, we're always like, oh, like 50 bucks here. Like, great. Like, Hell yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> like, this is, it, this means so much more. So we get to eat uh, tonight. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Not ramen and mac and cheese is, is great. So, you know, in, in the rawest of it, I mean, you know, it was just college times. Like, honestly, we were just like looking for a little extra cash, but, um, yeah, so we uh, we kind of put some feelers out to some of the content creation websites at the time. Um, I don't know if I can say it on here, but like we started, I think, on like Chatterbait was first. And then, um, yeah, over the years, as kind of the platforms kind of popped up. We just kind of started diversifying and playing around with like their formats and like, hey, do we like to do more live streams? Do we like to just make content and then just put it out there. And like, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. Um, especially the past few years, obviously with like OnlyFans and um, kind of the boom of like, you know, the online content creation with like after the pandemic and post pandemic and all that. So yeah, it's kind of just different chapters, but essentially just exploring things and getting more popularity and just having fun. Now, are you like us? Like when we started, we made like, like you said, like 50 bucks a week and you're like, oh, yeah. yes, or a hundred oh, yeah. bucks a month. And you're oh, like, I know <laughs> I did great this month. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it was like, it was so just, you know, it's just like bonus. Like it's just, okay. Bonus here, bonus there. And that's the way we always wanted it to be where it was just like, okay, like, you know, it's just going to be a little extra like fun money, you know? And, um, you know, eventually, you know, with, success, I guess, you know, you have to be a little bit more conscious of it, a little bit more, you know, managerial, I guess you would say with it. Um, you know, we became, you know, pretty successful pretty quickly. And, uh, then we really had to kind of think about like, okay, how do we structure this? You know, how do we organize it and be in the industry, but still be true to ourselves? Because before any of the adults content creation stuff, uh, you know, we were, lifestyle. We were, you know, playing around swapping and, and that part is still, you know, a very core part of who we are in our relationship and, you know, what we like to show the world and um, about what we do with content creation. So exactly your lifestyle first. That's the the fun part of it and everything else is extra. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's just I mean it's honestly it's it's just great. I sometimes I don't even like to think about it because it just seems like some rock star lifestyle and like I'm very very fortunate to do what I do but uh at the very least even if the content stuff ended tomorrow like I've I've got a great life so so a couple questions that I have uh were you at any point faceless because you're um, not right now yeah no definitely not I have not been faceless um for a long long time I mean I really think it was like the very beginning maybe when we posted on like some of the board on like 4chan it was like silly things like feet and you know my boobs and stuff like that and then um i think it was obviously whenever we uh experimented i think with chatterbait i was like okay well here it is you know i i'm all out there it's totally fine <laughs> and so was there any um i mean was there any fear of getting found out or um how did that whole thing kind of progress Family finding out, friends, yeah. you know, those sorts of things. Uh, your job, yeah. I don't know what you're, you know, were you working at the time? Was your husband working at the time? Things. Yeah. Everything we worry yeah. about. 
Right, exactly. And I think that is, you know, it's not something that's, um, you know, it, it's something that is obviously a, you know, a concern and a, a lot of, of reasons why, you know, people decide, I guess, to do it or to not do it. Um, and a conversation that we have very, very often with people, um, you know, not to like divert too much, but like my, my husband obviously has, you know, ha helps like a huge amount with, um, you know, my side of like the business and everything. So, you know, we have, and he runs, you know, his own kind of cut like consulting because it's been so successful. Um, but that is a conversation that we have with a lot of people that we either collab with or, you know, uh, decide to take on as far as like consulting for, you know, business adventures um, that, yes, like it, it is a scary thing. So yes, to answer your question, it was, uh, it was definitely a scary thing in the beginning. I was like, okay, well, it's the internet and I know it's out there, you know, I was like, but, you know, we just do it every once in a while. And I was like, you know, it's just on these sites. So like, you know, who that I know is going to be like on here and long story short, really funny story actually. But, um, we were doing like a live stream or something and people can like clip off the internet. So whatever it was on, <clears throat> on a board and one of my husband's friends in real life recognized him by his watch. Oh, so, so like, it's not even like, cause we don't have tattoos or anything like that. Like there's nothing else. Like it was just, it was so funny. Um, but yes, the, the, the fear there, I guess about being found out was initially very hard. And it was like each new person that we found that found out, you know, was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, what are they going to think? And it's like that immediate, your heart stops. Cause you think, Oh my gosh, like this judgment. And what is this person going to think of me? The, the normal, I think feelings of just, Hey, I know this is different and people don't know this side about me. Like, are they still going to be able to treat me with respect and see me for a person and the person that they knew, you know, before they knew that I was doing adult content? Um, yeah. And I don't think you've, you've probably haven't changed. I mean, you're still the same person. Yeah. So I mean, everybody kind of changes, thing. you it's know? Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah is uh yeah exactly like as far as the you know does the content stuff you know has that changed like you know who i am like for the better i think definitely but you know at the core you know i'm defined by four things than um you know just the you know our sexuality and stuff like that so a lot of the parts of me that people knew and how they met me and stuff like that it just it really wasn't a thing and that's why like i'm truly grateful for my really close friends um and those that you know, when they find out or that I, you know, tell them, they're like, oh, okay. Like it doesn't change anything for them because to them, like that's, that's my sex life. And they're like, great, you do. you." I feel like that's how my friends would be as well. I'm more worried about like my dad <laughs> or my brother. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. how do I have that conversation? Was it weird with family? <clears throat> um, so it depends, you know, everybody is their own person. So I, I kind of have to like, <laughs> hold a little bit of like, hold true to a little bit of like my, uh, my self work here and my emotional intelligence and be like, okay, everybody's allowed to have their own opinions. I'm not expecting like, you know, <laughs> standing ovations and like all this <laughs> and stuff. Like I'm expect, you know, I'm expecting that everybody's going to be reacting their own way. And I get that. And like, you know, that's a projection, you know, like these people send out boomerangs, right? Like these opinions and these, you know, uh, biases or these, you know, preconceived notions that just people have about, swinging lifestyle, adult creation, you know, whatever it is, um, 
you know, they're going to bounce it off of you. And I think it's a responsibility that comes with it just for situations like this is that, you know, there's just a really like lack of, I guess, like education and just general, like what is actually involved. And I think that's where a lot of the shame, the stigma comes from. Um, not that that can completely eradicate it, but you know, that just that curiosity and knowledge, um, that's out there. I think there should be, you know, more of us that are out there actually like asking questions rather than just passing judgment because that seems to be the, you know, the norm for, for most people with it. It's kind of a shock to them. I a hundred percent agree with you. I think it's the misunderstanding of it all and not knowing Mm -hmm. enough is where the judgment comes from. Um, oh, you're just out there like using your body. Well, it's fun. Like, and it's Uh, a very (laughs) consensual thing between my husband and I and a part of who we are and a fun part. But I think when people don't understand something, they just tend to judge it and come at it right away without trying Mm -hmm. to, to see your side of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, overall things are getting better, but I think it is because, you know, like podcasts like this and, you know, other people just being a voice, out there because I don't think that voice is going to get out there unless, um, you know, unless like we're intentional about it. Um, you know, cause those judgments are still going to be there, right? Like all this, all this stuff, uh, that, you know, kind of hides in the dark and I get it for purposes of like, you know, people with their jobs and like things like that. I mean, it does have real life consequences. I'm not going to be ignorant and be like, you know, Oh, it should be completely fine and all this and that. But, um, you know, as far as, you know, socially, um, like you said, it's, it's consensual. It is, you know, I think it's very healthy. Um, and you know, hopefully there'll be more education out there in the future to, to help people not feel so, you know, scared and, you know, ooey about it. So, so you talked about jobs and, mm-hmm. um, when you were early on, you know, the starving college student, stuff like that, yeah. uh, at some point, I'm assuming one of you two have have uh, <laughs> yeah. have worked in the you know the vanilla Day world. Jobs. Um, are yes. you still working? Are you guys still both working? You know the I don't know the normal people job for lack of better terms. Um, yeah. Or how, how's that whole thing looking right now? Since you guys have found some success um, through the content creation side of things. Yeah. So um, we're very fortunate. I think right now that we are both um, you know self employed. Um, but yeah, you're completely right. I mean, we worked, um, kind of day jobs, both ourselves in different, different fields for a long time. Um, you know, and that again, with kind of that success and, um, just having that knowledge out there and stuff like that, it's, we were fortunate enough that it wasn't a direct, you know, reason for us to leave our jobs, um, you know, because of either, you know, like how we were treated or things like that. But, um, it really just kind of allowed us, I think at like a healthy problem where we were like, okay, do we keep day jobs just for kind of lack of a better term, just like being normal? Like, do we keep day jobs or like not? Like, what do we do? Um, and I think both of us decided eventually, my husband before me, but uh, just that we wanted to be able to have that time to focus on the things that are important. So you know, not, not just our content creation, but, um, you know, our family and, you know, being able to actually take that time to (laughs) live our life. It's not, you know, just making money to make money. It's like, okay, we have a life to live and we have things that we, 
you know, would like to do and people we would like to meet and places that we would like to travel. So, um, you know, our day jobs just kind of became a, a lot more limiting. Um, yeah, they get in the way, don't they? Lifestyle. <laughs> you know, 40 a hours bit, a week, a that's a big bit. chunk of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I know I sound like a, a spoiled princess here, but, you know, like I'm thankful again, like I'm thankful for my career and, you know, my day job while I had it, um, you know, was there a long time. But, um, yeah, it, it was learning, but uh, just a different season of my life, and I'm just embracing that. See, and I don't think you sound like a spoiled princess at all. I think you, you are grateful for what you did. Like, we're <laughs> We're kind of at the same Thank crossroads you. right now. Like, do yeah. we continue with the day jobs and the hamster wheel, mm-hmm. right? And just mm-hmm. keep doing what we know, or do we take this risk and this leap and okay. like spend more time with our family and travel and have this content creation side that's fun for us? Yeah. But it's it's scary and it's risky and, and you don't know if if it'll pay off for you. Right. And it's always something that, um, you know, that fear, whether it's content creation or something else, you're just like switching. I mean, you can just view it as just a switch and like a career change or how you spend your day. I mean, yes, you're going to sacrifice some things, but it, it's great to look back and be like, okay, I was so scared of this. But the things that I've gained from that, you know, and also like, I think that with like day jobs and stuff like that, or any other like career type thing, you know, I think for a lot of people, like your identity is so rooted in it that it is like a breakup. It is like a true breakup of like, this is something that is me and how do I do without it? And how do I, you know, am I going to be the same person and this and that? And it's like, yes, like it is scary, but in hindsight, um, it's, it's a stepping stone. And I, I think that. I think that people definitely, if they go about it in, in the right way, obviously being smart, financial planning, you know, being realistic about things, it can, it can definitely pay off. And it is, um, it opens a lot of doors, I think, to some really great things. So I think what really hit home for me, we've been following you guys a long time. And then yeah. you shot the video with Brie. And yeah. like Brie, I am a teacher and part mm-hmm. of my like biggest fear is getting found out at work and then also like sure. her when she told her story she was found out a few weeks before everything went down at her job by a friend or by someone who kind of outed her which actually mm-hmm. happened to us about six weeks ago now um someone who I'm not friends with haven't really talked to in six years put the pieces together and found out who I was and decided to yeah. spread that around a little circle so for two weeks every time I went to work <laughs> Every time my boss walked by, I'm like, this is it. This is it. They know I'm fired. Yeah. And, you know, and then I like was listening to her story and I'm like, oh my gosh, I resonate with this so much because mm-hmm. teaching is freaking hard and you work your yeah. ass off. And then yes. like, and I'm they like, pay crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The amount of stuff you guys do. Oh my gosh. And then I see her blow up and I'm like, holy shit, man. <laughs> like, right. You know, it's amazing. It's crazy. And I'm sure, you know, she can, I'm sure you like heard her story and stuff like that too, but just to be so like, it is scary to be so invested in something to get like such a reward out of something. So obviously for you, like teaching and stuff like that, but also at the same time, knowing that like, depending on, you know, what so-and-so's regulations are, or honestly, even just sometimes just who complains about it, who says, who makes us think about it, that like, you know, you're, your job could just be like, you know, 
okay, we don't need you anymore. Bye. Right. Exactly. And, like, that's, that's such a terrible thing that like people can't see past what people do. Um, you in know, their personal on, guess, time, even on the side, in their yeah. personal time, exactly. Like off the clock, like you're not hurting anything. That was the thing for Brie too. Is like you know, it was not anything like with the kids. It was not like, you know, there was no, there was no ill will other than you know, just her doing something like off the side and somebody found it, right? But like this is this is the world. This is the world. Like there's information, right? Like it is going to get around. But allowing people to be people <laughs> and know that they can have they can have careers and they can be you know, contributing members of society. I think it's like sex work has such a, a terrible, like destitute, just like people just think that it's, it's just like degenerate people that do this. And it's, it, it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. Like that people take like a block of, you know, some bad group of people or whatever, and then they stereotype everything. And then everybody all of a sudden is kind of clumped into that group. And, yeah. you know, I think, it, I think it's terrible. Exactly. But. I mean, that's, we've talked about that before. Like the reason we started this podcast is to normalize it a little more. I'm a really good mm-hmm. mom and I'm a really yeah. good wife and I'm a really good oh, yeah. teacher, but I also like to enjoy this side of things with my husband, with others. And that doesn't change who I am. And so, yep. but like you said, it's like, as soon as they find out that about you, that's all they, that's who you are now. And the other mm-hmm. stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you're team mom for all the sports. And it doesn't matter that you're mm-hmm. teacher of the year here. All of a sudden, you're just this negative, yeah. like, you know, blacklisted kind of person, mm-hmm. which is why I've stayed yeah. faceless for so long. Because also, too, I don't want to say teachers are held to a higher standard because I think a lot of jobs fire you if they find out. But because we work with kids, yeah. it's automatically mm-hmm. like, oh, how could they? It's like there are no children involved in this whatsoever. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I face that too yeah. myself, um, you know, being being a mom myself and being, you know, involved with, um, you know, currently like I'm, I, I volunteer and, um, you know, I volunteer with kids and, um, you know, that is, that is something that, you know, I've had somebody uh, that, you know, found out like literally a remark of like, oh my gosh, I don't know how she can do that and then work with kids. And I'm like, uh, easy. I It has nothing to do with one another. It, it's more acceptable <laughs> to be unfaithful to your your significant other, you know, and, and, yes. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I can go to work and go, yeah. hey, I cheated on my wife with, you know, so-and-so yeah. and all these other people. And it would be Okay, cool. Like, you know, whether they agree with it or not, it's one thing, but at the end of the day, I'm not losing my freaking job over this, you know? Sure, Um, sure. But there's obviously potential now, and and it's happened, uh, Mm -hmm. that if you're in the lifestyle or if you're, you know, putting content out there and and that sort of thing, whoa, 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 that crossed the line. Like, why? Yeah, that's like, I just don't understand it. (laughs) Right, right. No, I, I definitely, I definitely understand. Um, you know, I understand what you guys are saying because, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely think that this is going to be more of a, a topic and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we're talking about this now. I think it's going to be more common in years to come. And I think employers and, um, you know, just individuals are going to have to take a real step back and actually look at this and be like, Hey, of all the things in life on a daily basis, that really affect, you know, those around you, you know, or 
whether it's an employee, whether, you know, it's a friend, a, a family member, you know, does this really affect you? Or are you just choosing to make, you know, that judgment, these decisions and, and allow that misunderstanding, I guess, to affect the way that you treat another human being. Like we have to take a real honest look at ourselves. Um, if, you know, we're allowing, allowing things like that to happen and, you know, beyond just the judgments, but actually, you know, the actions that people are, are taking to, you know, try to control and manipulate other people's lives and the decisions that they make in their personal time. Um, exactly. I just think that it's, you know, it's, there's definitely, there's definitely growth to, um, growth to be made and, um, you know, changes to, to happen. So. And it's not like it's in your face, you know, it's not like we're knocking on your right. door and going, Hey, check out my only, you have to you know? pay to like, watch. You're the ones that have to join and you're the right. ones that have to seek out this stuff. And sure. you know, so you, you tell me why are you looking at it? <laughs> if, if you're so opposed exactly. to it, why are you looking at it? Exactly. And, you know, I think people just don't want to, you know, people don't want to admit that they have flaws, right? It's like, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not here saying like, oh, you know, your flaws are different than mine. It's like, no, every, everybody, everybody has flaws. But I, I think that what people label as a flaw as far as like, oh my gosh, deviating from the, you know, monogamy and, you know, the sexual norms and, you know, uh, you know, how we, you know, show confidence in our bodies and our relationships and things like that. Um, you know, I, I just think that, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like I digress, but I, I just think that there's a lot of, um, a lot bigger things that people should really be worried about. Like, honestly, like how they treat other people and, you know, who you are and, um, you know, yeah. the list yeah. could go on. We're, on. we're small potatoes comparatively speaking to everything else that they should be worrying about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Well, and what we've talked about many times on this podcast with many people we've had on here and between ourselves is the couples who are in the lifestyle that we know are the stronger couples. Like they just have solid marriages. They're happier. They have this like deeper connection. And so it's like, you know what? Let people do what they want to do as a couple because it makes them happy. They're not doing anything wrong. We're not throwing it in your face. So it's just mm-hmm. how people choose to live their life. And if everyone would mind their damn business and let people live their lives, we'd be a much yes. happier society in general. Yes. I, I think it does come from, you know, for some place, for some people, it is very innocent. Like they just don't know. But other people, I mean, it actively like pursuing and, um, you know, seeking to like, you know, destroy other people's lives just because, you know, it looks different and it, you know, it violates some you know, a cluster of, you know, values or way that they think that, you know, you should live your life or that you should, you know, but either way, like I'm saying, it's all, it's all a projection of their own personal values and beliefs. Um, That could be, you know, lifestyle or not, but, you know, really at the end of the day, you know, what I do with my husband you know, is, is none of their business. It's none of their business. I think that's the conclusion we came to when we were found out a few weeks ago because we almost shut everything down because it was like, mm-hmm. okay, do I want to risk this for work? And while I'm not ashamed of anything that I do, I do mm-hmm. stay faceless for the day job things, the the day-to-day yeah. stuff that I have to keep. So we thought about shutting it down, walking away, and then, but we came to that conclusion too. Like, no, that says more about them than it does us. 
if, mm-hmm. you know, they're thinking negatively about this or spreading it. And this is who we are. This is fun for us, both the lifestyle side and the content creation side, because one of my get-offs is like, I like to post it. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> you know, like, I like that side of it. I like that it's on video. I like that others are mm-hmm. watching it. So at the end of the day, <laughs> we're going to do us. And honestly, through this podcast, we've gotten so many messages from people that are like, thank you. Thank you yes, for informing supportive. us. Thank you for showing us what it's like. You've given us now the confidence to go out and and try it. And, you know, we have a date with a bull tonight. Thank you. You did this for us. And that's awesome. Aww. That makes me feel better than like anything else with this whole thing. Yes, yes. It really is empowering. Um, you know, even if, uh, you, you know, even if you don't, I guess even post adult content, but just talking in the lifestyle to other um, individuals, I mean, from the very get go with, with swinging and hot wifing and everything like that, it has been just an overwhelming acceptance. And I think it's like, this huge relief, this weight off your shoulders, whenever you go in and you just talk to people and you realize that they are normal people too. I think like part of you still like doesn't want to believe it. Whenever you go in, you're like, Oh, maybe it's, it's going to be terrible. And that's that fear talking, right? It's, um, but like, so, so normal, like people, uh, you know, people have normal lives. People have, um, like I've had such great deep conversations with people in the lifestyle. I think, just in general, because they are more open-minded, they are more accepting of um, different opinions, different ways of life, um, because they want to put that out there too. It's like, you know, you you can't on one hand project that, yeah, you don't judge and then, um, you know, have somebody judging on the opposite for somebody, something else. So um, it just kind of comes all in a nice, like, a nice ball of just positivity. Um, it really is the whole lifestyle that environment. Yeah. The whole environment, the whole lifestyle, everyone we've met through it, super respectful, accepting, nice. And mm-hmm. I still go into it with nerves sometimes um, where I do build these people up in my head. Cause I sometimes will go yeah. on um, hot wife dates and I don't want to know anything about the bull before. That's like, part of the intrigue to me is like let me just show up but in my head I build them up to be these like sex god characters and then they're all just normal and it's like oh yeah Yeah. why do I knowing what I know how come even I build them up as something different when really they're the nicest people the coolest stories and we always have a great time yes I I think that's a, a huge part of it and I think um there is such a there's such an appreciation I think for it too, because, you know, in lifestyle and in, you know, content creation, you know, there's flavors for everything, right? Like I'm not sitting here knocking, like, you know, there's, everybody expresses themselves differently, but um, I think especially for, you know, my husband and I, you know, our, our lifestyle has always been very like transparent and we want to keep it, you know, as I guess authentic as we can safely, um, you know, and really kind of just be, (laughs) I don't even want to say like amateur, like obviously like we're professionals, but you know, like for us, like it's really important for us just to 
have fun and then um you know it's not mainstream turn on the camera yeah, yeah and then just really just have it as like a fringe benefit it's so it's so nice like whenever you are in in alignment with like who you are and what you do and how you're making money with it and every it just it it's a wonderful thing. You never want to feel like you're acting like, and you're no. never being someone you're not. No. You want that authenticity where this is just what we do and you happen exactly. to get to watch it. So that's, that's exactly. how we are too. I never want to feel like I'm putting on a show or I'm acting or it's a job, right? Like it's not supposed mm -hmm. to be a job that I then become resentful for. Like this is fun for us. This is an enhancement for us and it should yeah. stay that way. Yes, Definitely. Definitely. So talking about the content creation side for you, like you are in the 0.3% on OnlyFans. That's huge. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you say it was like a gradual climb to that top or like all of a sudden it was like, whoa, how did this happen? Yeah, I would say, you know, everything that we've done over the years has, you know, definitely built, um, you know, through – through time, you know, our experimentation, I think, with different platforms and kind of deciding like, okay, like, you know, we kind of want to explore something else or like do something else. So we kind of like pulled back from certain things. But I think all in all, it has been, um, I would say the consistency has been the most important factor in our success. Um, like I said, though, too, recent, in recent years, when I've had more time and more focus and been able to devote a lot more to my content and actually, um, you know, having more of a voice in it as far as, you know, getting my name out there and really promoting my stuff and showing people kind of like who I am and what makes me different. Um, I've had a really positive response, but I, I think that that's come back in that form that, you know, our, our growth has become a lot more exponential here in recent years whenever, we really kind of uh, dove in and was like, okay, you know, this is this is who we are. This is what we're doing, and let's let's not hold back anymore. And I think we've had a, a hugely positive response to that. And I think that's why people do love you because you're very real on all your platforms. Like, yeah, you provide the content and it's sexy, and there's you know the sex stuff of it, but you also get on there and you're like, let's just talk about terms. In the lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> this is me doing this. And I think that's why people like you because you are so relatable. Yeah, um, I don't, I am a bad liar. I don't know how to be anybody else. So I guess that in some way it works out. <laughs> but it's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, we've been following for a while and, and you are, you're very successful and you guys just seem very real. Like you just seem fun. I'm like, I just want to hang out with Erica. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We, we, we really, again, like we were just very fortunate to do what we do. And, um, you know, I love meeting people. I, I know that, uh, some people wouldn't actually like believe it if I said it, but I tend to be more of an introvert. I'm kind of like an extrovert and introvert, but if it's something I'm really passionate about, like I can go on and on and on, but I'm sometimes at a party also just like that person. that's just kind of like, blah, blah, hi, hi, hi. Just like, you know, like mingling around and, you know, just, just kind of hanging out and being a fly on the wall. So I, I just kind of go with what I feel like. I'm the same. I always say I'm, I'm the most extroverted introvert. Like I'm good. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I'm done. I'm like, we need to go now. Like I have spent all my battery. <laughs> like we're my, my husband knows if I am like hungry or tired, like it is so funny. Like I get made of, made fun of like a lot in like a nice way, but like everybody's like, 
where did Erica go? And my husband's like, oh, she's sleeping. I'm like, yeah, like you get, you got to recharge those batteries. You know, if it's not that it's, you know, you got to take care of yourself first. So exactly. Now without giving away like too much of your secrets, consistency is key. Um, What would you say most of your success comes from? Is it videos with others? Is it customs? Is it just pictures? Is it just the chatting with fans about things? Yeah, I think it is, it's hard to kind of dissect it out and say like one is, you know, more important than the other because, you know, it's hard for us. We've kind of always like done like all of that together. Um, I I think our, probably like our collaborations are, are a big one because it allows us to kind of tap into other people's fan bases and, you know, just get our name out there. Um, So you know, and that's always fun too, because you get, you know, kind of different groups of people coming around that have done different things. And, um, it's always exciting for me, like you were saying about, like, sometimes you just don't want to know a whole lot about the people that you're collabing with, like before you go, mm-hmm. um, just cause you're like, you don't want to get yourself psyched up or have like preconceived, whatever. Like we're all, we're all going to do that just mentally in your head. Um, and I love that too, because I always show up and then, I just love it when people just start to jive and just flow and like the energy and it's just amazing. So I think that that shows a lot in our, our videos also, but um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any one part of it that honestly is the secret sauce other than just uh, the consistency and showing people that like, you're not just one of those people that just made an only fans and then like post like two things and then you, you know, you pay for the subscription and you're never going to see them again. Right. Right. They they want to know that you're involved, that you're, um, you know, you're accessible, uh, you know, you're going to continue, you know, doing this, like you're not just going to disappear off the face of the earth. Like people love that. And I think (laughs) it's also the FOMO too. It's like, they want, um, that fear missing out. They just Mm -hmm. want to know like, what's next? Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I like to live vicariously through you and what adventures are you having? And, it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about like letting it jive when you meet people. That's exactly um, why I don't like to talk to people before because I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. when you do, it's like, well, what do you like? What do you want to do? And then sometimes it feels very scripted. And yeah, I want it to be dating. Yeah, I want it to be more natural. <laughs> so like, hey, let's not talk before. Let's just see what happens when we get there. Let's let it just play mm-hmm. its course. And plus two, my husband always says it's because I don't want people to annoy me beforehand. <laughs> he was like, you're just worried that oh they're going to say something. Are we married to the same people? <laughs> I don't know how you're married to me this long without me annoying you right out the door. I just like, I'll talk to people and they'll say something and I'm like, oh no, like I was so uh-huh. amped for it and they killed it. So now I'm like, just don't talk to me at all before. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so, that is so me. Cause like I, I will, I used to think that I really liked like building it up and like talking to people, like talking to guys and stuff beforehand. And then I'm like, they're going to say something. They're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. And like, and my husband's like, Oh, are you t- you're not talking to so-and-so anymore. And I was like, no, they said blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what a freaking idiot. Exactly. Oh no, have at it. Um, you've said that too. You're like that oh fucking gosh, dumbass yeah. said that like, to you. Really, I'm like, like, yeah, they're done. Come on. <laughs> Dude, yeah. really? Yeah. Like, I love yeah, talking just to them. Give people a chance. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. talking to them after. Like, after that first time, cool. Like, let's yeah. text. Let's let's sext a little bit. Let's build it up for the next mm-hmm. time. But before that first time, before I've made a connection with you, I don't want to talk to you because I know you're mm-hmm. going to annoy me. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it's just, yeah, that gets, that gets in the way. So, and I wasn't always like that. I used to definitely be on the complete opposite side. It's like, even whenever I was like meeting couples and stuff like that. Now, like, not to say we just like go in and just 
do whatever with whoever, but like, you know, we, you know, vet people and make sure people are like safe and clean and all that. But like, you know, as far as like the personalities and stuff like that, like I, I love to just kind of be a little bit um, oblivious to stuff and just that spontaneity is fun. Yes, exactly. It's like you just show up and there's hot people there and you're like, all right, let's do this. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes, that's what I love. And then I don't know. It's, it's fun. Um, I feel you. Okay, good. It's not just me. I'm not a weirdo. See, babe? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are lucky. You've, you've had the opportunity to collab with a lot of great people. That's kind Mm -hmm. of, I think, where we have our most trouble is finding people to collab with. I mean, bulls are one thing. It's mm-hmm. it's hard with scheduling, but couples are a, a different ball game because now there's four people yeah. and four people who all have to be attracted to each other and four people whose schedules mm-hmm. work out. And so for us, we've only had the opportunity to play with one other couple because it's so hard to organize that. Yeah, I, I totally understand. We, um, you know, and I think it is just the numbers there. You're like, okay, couples and couples. And, and there's, a, you know, there's a ton of, you know, the proportion. And you get that in the lifestyle with parties and stuff like that, too, that, like, there's a ton of, like, single guys and stuff like that. But as far as meeting couples, it, it does it does take a little bit more time and patience. But I will tell you from experience that um, the networking and actually, like, reaching out to people that are, like verified and that have are, you know, legitimate people that have been doing this, they're secure in their relationships, you know, doing some of that research work beforehand will save you a lot of time and trouble uh, in the future. Okay. Do you say, would you say you meet most couples now through events, through social media platforms? How, where do your collabs mostly come from? Yeah, I would say probably from, I would probably say from, we do like to meet people like in person, but location and stuff is, is kind of a a limiting factor to that. Like people can't come just a lot of the same parties that we do, but I would say like the big events of the year that we uh, attend um, with our life, uh, our lifestyle group, um, we do meet a lot of people there, but even just like, you know, just like reaching out to other people, I would say like Twitter and um, just our, our kind of networks with, uh, like social media. I mean, cause a lot of people are willing to travel, which is really nice. Um, and you know, local, as far as like local goes to the, the, I'm sorry, like the Facebook groups or, mm-hmm. you know, some other like more like local connections that are like private groups, um, has been probably our best, our best way of networking. And then like word of mouth too, like w- the more people that you meet that, do what we do with adult creation um they you know they can like vouch like that's our thing we're like hey do you know this couple and they're like oh yeah blah blah blah. we've done this and it's like great it like eliminates a lot of the stress off of you of having to be like you know is this a like is this a single guy like posing as a female and like Mm -hmm. messaging me online like there's there's always that that you have to kind of be aware of but i think that actually like vouching and having kind of like credibility built up um really kind of helps weed out some of the riffraff. Now you guys have a great group in St. Louis, right? You have like a great yeah. group that you're a part of. How how did that come about? I want a group here. Uh, I can't find one here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well sometimes it takes time. Like it wasn't uh it wasn't 
formed. I don't think whenever we first started swinging, like we had gone to some smaller kind of private like meetups. Um, actually, like back in the day, like when Craigslist had like <laughs> like advertisements for like different things like that. That's so but scary. again, it, it is. It is right. But like it, it became kind of the we use like the same process though. We're like okay. Um, this could be like an axe murder or it could be, you know, somebody that's legitimate that just has, you know, wants to get out there and, you know, meet people. Um, so <laughs> verifying, verifying that with other people in the lifestyle, but like starting, it just builds on that foundation is being like, Hey, what about these people? What about this th- person? Have you played with this person or this couple? Um, so yeah, I forget what I was going to. We're talking about your, the group is Life and Style St. Louis, right? Or STL. Yeah. Yeah. Life and Style STL. Um, so yeah, eventually when we started going to their parties, like we became really close friends with the event organizers. They're, they're just amusing people. Um, but again, it's like you get kind of the regulars that come to those parties and you, the veterans and you kind of get to know them and it becomes really fun to just, um, be a part of that experience and like welcome in new couples and just, they're definitely devoted to, I would say that group is definitely devoted to providing a safe, clean, you know, honest, like fun, um, you know, for couples, uh, singles, um, you know, anybody that's interested in a lifestyle to come in and just have a judgment free zone. Um, and, you know, just allow, allow couples to just connect in with each other and, um, yeah, see what happens. So, and what are their big events throughout the year? Um, so they have really big ones at like New Year's Eve is a really big one, and then they have a an event during the summer um, at the Lake of the Ozarks that is another another very large one. But they do have very frequent like meet and greets throughout the year that are smaller, and then um, you know other kind of themed parties um, just randomly. So they post a lot like on their website about upcoming events and, um, you know, how to get into them and, and all that. We've been dying to go to an event. We haven't had the opportunity to go to one yet. Um, you should, I know every other group that I've been to out of the water, like honestly. Really? Okay. So you have been to other events and this one is like the top. Yes. We've honestly, since we started going to life and style parties, like Oh my God, it's been at least like seven, eight years now. Um, we we haven't gone to any other groups because really, it's, it's just there's just really no comparison. I mean, it might be different in different areas, but you know, for around the St. Louis scene, it's it's just top tier. That's awesome. Now, how many yeah. people do you think? Just like rough estimate on uh, on numbers. How how many people are in this group? Oh gosh, you're asking me numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I, I can't even give like a rough estimate at all. Like I truly have no idea. It's, it's all I can say is like, it's, it's just growing. Like it's, it's astronomical. There's. So it's big um, enough not to be able to count on a couple of, you know, hands like, oh yeah, it's like 50 oh, of us. It's, it's a, oh, seems like a pretty hundreds, big, big group. Hundreds. Really? Yeah. And I know that even like the, the group that are kind of like the, social media kind of, or the platform that they use, like their website, the liberated kind, uh, dot com. That's kind of a, a kind of meant to be a little bit more of like a network building thing before people come to those parties. So, um, and that in and of itself, I mean, there's, there are tons, I mean, there are tons of people that join 
join in there before they even go to the parties. So well, hot, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> hot soccer daddy and I are really wanting to make it out there for New Year's. Um, we're, I would love it. Oh my god, have so much fun. <laughs> I, I'm dying to go to an event. We've talked to a couple other people about events and it just seems like they're so much fun. And then you told us about this New Year's one. Um, it's a couple days, right? Like it's a, a few days and then a big party. Um, yeah, so this one will be this one will be um, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it is not just like an overnight thing, like they normally do. Um, this one is going to be like truly like a a blowout with a big party. It's at a um, completely new venue this time, so a larger uh, a larger venue. Um, it's gorgeous. There's going to be uh, my husband and I are actually um, you know going to be part of a content creation. Um, you know, sweet with things. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a blast. We got to go. We got to make this happen. We do have to go. Yes. We need to make if, this if happen. If there's any other convincing, it's like, there. I, I don't know what else I can tell you. I like, think it is, the fans want to see Eric and I, you know, together. We got to make let's, this happen. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do this. I mean, if anything else, okay. People please are here. You know, we, we gotta we gotta make the fans happy. So that's right. I mean, we're we're not doing it for us. We're we're doing it for the fans. They want to see this collab. <laughs> no, that would be I so cannot. amazing. Yeah, all right. for sure, for sure. You, you heard it here, cannot. all these listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I always look forward to to meeting people. But yeah, like I said, meeting people in person and actually like hanging out with people it's it's totally different. I I love my I love my uh, lifestyle friends and I love my uh, my people that I work with. It's just it's just like bonding on a, on a totally different level. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can I ask you a question for me? Going back to this like face first, faceless thing. Yeah. So like I said, we've been like going back and forth. Have you, just because you're a little bit more experienced and you know more people than I do, have you seen people have greater experience once they reveal that mystery and kind of go all in and show their face? Or do you think yeah. there is still something to keeping that mystery about them and – yeah. yeah, as far as like their success with mm -hmm. like, um, yeah. So, as a general rule, yes, like people people want to see your face. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it's just an undeniable like you know accessible thing to you, and um, you know people want to know. Um, there have been there are a few creators that like we've worked with that like still don't, and that's fine. But I, I would say that um, you know it, it does it does eventually limit your fan base you know it might not in the beginning but eventually people are like okay like you know what else like you know i you know what's the big mystery you almost kind of like set yourself up for that in the beginning if you don't show everything they're like okay you're going to eventually do this right and then like other people are you know they'll get you know be like oh you're not you know you're not showing it you know you're holding back from us and all this but um yeah by and large i would say like most of most of the people that we know that do the content um, do end up showing their face. Maybe we'll head out there and that'll be the great reveal. Oh gosh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. But like I said, and you know, there's no rush. I mean, like I said, everybody does their things different. Like for me to say like, Hey, you know, we've, we've done that. And a lot of people that we've done, you know, show their faces. I think it just becomes incredibly hard to keep people's faces out of it, especially when you do collabs with people, because, 
the editing and stuff like that and like being like um you know making sure like with angles and you know just in all the rawness of it you know and especially for what we do just liking just to kind of be open just you know everybody's face is in there whatever um it does it does kind of make it a little bit more difficult to like maneuver and just uh, make sure that we keep everybody's anonymity the way that they want it. Oh God, Hot Soccer Daddy would love for me to show, <clears throat> excuse me, my face because it would make editing a million times easier. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he understands. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. It's so, oh, that's the worst part. <laughs> that is the worst part is blurring faces. Oh my gosh. If I can get rid of that, I'd, I'd be pushing videos out daily. It takes yeah. forever to get videos out. Cause yeah, we're like, blur this face and blur that face. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know people that, like, wear masks or, like, partial masks and stuff like that. But, again, it's, like, it's not 100%. So um, I get it as far as maybe, like, a soft, like, okay, like, let's, you know, I'm not quite ready for this yet. But eventually, like, we're going to get there. But, um, again, I think it's just a really connecting part. Like, people just love to be able to connect with you and know, like, you're not holding back from them, I guess. Yeah, they feel like they really know you and they're close with you in a way. You know, they feel that, like, connection. Yes, for sure, for sure. <sighs> I don't All right, so I think we've established that <laughs> no, we're going to go we faceless, and we're going to go that. at the end of the year <laughs> no, at we this have event. Not. Stop promising our fans that <laughs> they're going to be looking for New Year's video. Of my face. Stop promising fans that. You heard it, hey. Erica. You heard it here first. <laughs> hey, we can, we can, uh, yeah. You guys can have a conversation about that, but yes, I know it's. I know he's been, we've been talking about it and, you know, and again, like seeing you and and you're just so comfortable with it and it's like, and hearing that you really didn't get a lot of pushback from people because I think that's what's been holding me Mm -hmm. back a little bit is like, would my family treat me different? Would my friends treat me different? And then my kids as well. Like, is this something I would ever Mm -hmm. want them to be exposed to? Um, Mm -hmm. That's what's held me back. But it also is kind of like, I just want to be free from hiding it you know, at the same time yes. and not worry because I do, I worry at work that someone will find out. And every time my phone rings, I'm like, am I in trouble? And just to get mm-hmm. rid of that, like potential stress and then watching Bree's story and like what happened to her, I'm like, do I even want to deal with that? Yeah. And that's, that's what I mean. Like before it's like, you know, you kind of trade one thing in for the other, but you know, everybody's got to kind of make their own personal decision. Like, okay, what is, um, you know, what does, what does this mean? You know, what does this mean to me? Or like, if, you know, if, when, you know, I do get found out, like, you know, what is that going to, and I think people like think that like everything is going to be taken from them and it's just like this whole new like start, but really it is, it is liberating. Like it is, uh, incredibly liberating from the bare's depths of just being like, well, you know, this, this is out there. This is right? me. This is me. So, you know, and then you really kind of do find out like, okay, were you hanging around with me? Like, you know, why were, you know, what, what was our relationship like? You know, what was that based on, you know? And, and you really kind of like find out like who your true friends are. And, you know, like I said, I, I still, I still carry myself every day the way that I would, whether I was doing, you know, content or not. Um, you know, the only thing that's changed is, somebody kind of showing you who they are based on, you know, how they treat you and, you know, how they think about, um, you know, your personal life. So I I think that 
that's always going to be a thing. People are always going to think and judge. It's kind of just a bigger platform that you get it out there for. So, um, but yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really change. doesn't really change what I do. And, and that's awesome. And I think you've inspired so many people. Like, I mean, I'm on the fence. You're, it's like, man, I want to <laughs> just, you know, not worry about it anymore. And I see other people doing it and it's just, a, it's, a, I think it's, like you said, you have to give up some stuff. So I'm looking at that double-edged sword and what does that look like for us and what conversation yeah. would uh, Hot Soccer Daddy and I have like about our kids and about jobs and about this. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just something yeah. you weigh the pros and cons. And until recently, you haven't been on the fence at all. It was a, it was a strong no. That's it was not a hard happen. no. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I didn't, well, and there's something too about having like two lives. And at yes. first I liked it a lot because mm-hmm. everyone sees one version of me in public. And I, I am this mm-hmm. like very put together kind of OCD crazy mom. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm the team mom for everything. And I write notes in my kids' lunch boxes. You know, we're moms. And they just yes, see that. People. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. she's a good mom. And, and I'm a teacher. And I'm this. And then I liked them only knowing that and me having this secret life with my husband. And that was just mm-hmm. ours. And it was our yes. secret and it was for us. And I liked having two worlds. And then when we kind of got found out, it broke my heart because it's like those two worlds kind of mixed. And now mm-hmm. people knew and I didn't ever want that. I wanted it to be separate. But lately, yes. I've, lately I've just been dabbling in. Now that a couple people know, <laughs> is that it? Like, is it going to die out? Or again, now I'm kind of stressed. Like, is it going to go to my job? And do I want to just nip that in the mm-hmm. butt before it even happens? And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a big, it's a big decision. I mean, um, you know, I, I would say that I was kind of in the same place as you were. Um, you know, I was very, very attached to, you know, I think like that, you know, that double life, you know, just because that's kind of how it like started out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody comes out the gate and is like, Hey guys, like I'm porn star. Right. Yeah. Like, Hey, let's do this. Right. Like I always kept my work, you know, my, my day job and you know, my, my, you know, I guess like private life separate. Um, but you know, other people want to make it public, right. It's, it's not me that was making it public. It was, it was other people. And unfortunately like that still has repercussions as, you know, cruddy as it is um, for things, but, uh, it became, I think I kind of like pushed and pushed and pushed against it, thinking that like I could do it for so long until I really kind of had to like swallow my pride and realize like, I, I need to make a decision here. Um, I think for my own, my own well being that, you know, I could only manage, I think, other people's perceptions and opinions of me so much, but I was so used to doing that. I just think from a personality standpoint, um, so letting go of the weight of that and of other people's opinions was a huge, huge turning point. But And I again, think that's where I'm at, like you said, the emotional well-being. And I think right now I play all the what-ifs in my head. Like, well, Mm -hmm. what if, what if this now gets out to work and what if a family member comes across me and what if, and part of me is like, I just want to tell everyone and have it out there and move on. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Go back and forth each day. Right. Right. And there's like, there's family and stuff like that. Like, I don't really feel the need, you know, personally and stuff to like announce that to like, you know, everybody, cause it's like, it's not, 
I'm not like advertising it right to like <laughs> yeah. them, right? It's like I have like a fan base and stuff like that. But if they find out and they come to me, but I know, I know for a fact that there's a lot of my family that does know that I've never told, but have they ever brought it up to me? No, because they're still living their life and it doesn't matter. So, yeah. and I'm like, great. That is like best case scenario. But I've also <laughs> had like other people that are like, you know, oh my gosh, like, you know, and there's always the gossip and it, it it's just, you know, whatever. Again, it's, it's just another opportunity for other people to show their true colors and who they actually are. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's like, I'm, I'm living my best life. Um, you know, and the amount that I actually think about other people is really not a whole lot. So I would encourage other people to do that as well. But some people are just addicted to that. It's like that, that gossip and that knowledge and that, oh my gosh, like I've got to compare myself to somebody else mm-hmm. to make myself feel better. And that's all it is. It's just, you know, oh, look at their, you know, quote unquote, look at their sin compared to mine. You know, yeah, like, they like, love not... the drama. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. People are addicted to it. So again, I kind of just remove that weight and I'm like, okay, like you, you, you can't hurt me because I, I don't care. You know, <laughs> I don't care. I was like, guess what? Still at the end of the day, is like, I have, you know, I have my family, I have, you know, everything that I could ever want. And it's because of the decisions that I've made, you know, and one of those decisions, as heavy as it was, and as fear based as it was at first was, you know, do I, you know, do I continue to, you know, live this double life or not? And I, I knew at one point, I was going to come to a head and it did. Um, you know, and, and you embraced it though. You embraced I it. I was and, just like, yeah. yeah, I knew in that moment, I, I always kind of like thought and, and feared and was like, Oh my gosh, what if this ever happens? Kind of like you. But then whenever it came down to it, I was like, I know, like, and you'll know in your heart, like what you need to do. And you're just like, okay, like it's a no brainer. Like, do I, am I more like responsible for myself? Am I, am I the one that's controlling like how I spend my time, where I spend my time, you know, the money I make, like the work I do, the people I meet, the people I swap with, like it is, it is so empowering to have that level of control over your life, even though I know like there's enough variables about life anyway, but when it comes down to it, you're not beholden to, you know, I don't know. No, I, I get exactly Somebody's what you're rules. saying. You're hundred percent in yeah. control of your destiny yeah, right now. And not, you're yeah. not, you're not responding to yeah. a boss. You don't need to be there from eight to five and, Well, every Sunday when I'm lesson planning and grading and trying to clean my house and meal prepping for the week and helping the kids with their stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm wasting a whole day of my two days with my children and my husband doing everything I don't get done during the week. Yeah, it's kind of the lie that we've all kind of been fed. And I hate to say that. And, you know, there are ways, like, there are plenty of people in the lifestyle that do this that, you know, do continue to keep their careers and stuff. And, like, that's great. I just, you know, for me, it just... I realized and accepted that the things that I used to value are not the things that I value anymore. And I think that comes, especially after having, having a family it's mm-hmm. um, and those are healthy changes. Those are, those are expected. You know, you don't always need to be the same person that you always were just to show people that it's, nothing beats time with your kids. Like nothing beats exactly. time with your family oh, and whatever's going to bring that. You're replaceable at work. The day yeah. you leave, they're going to have oh, someone yeah. to fill that spot. You know, and, and they're going to continue on going their way. It's not like, you know, <laughs> I'm certainly not Steve Jobs, but <laughs> he's not part of Apple right. anymore and they're still thriving. Right. You know, and, and they uh, will, yeah. 
yeah. yeah they'll but, try to sell that to you too that you know it's like oh you know you you make a difference you're doing this and you're like yeah but i also like the things that i'm doing like i can i can do is it's it's that it's that fallacy that like you can't do it without them right mm-hmm. like you're like Absolutely. you're so dependent on them and it's like you would be amazed at how much you can do and what you can do when you stop allowing those limiting beliefs to hold you back and hold you down. Yeah, we're definitely our own worst enemies, aren't we? I think everybody is. It's a nat- it's a natural thing, but like I'm telling you, it's always a learning process. You know, give yourself grace, but um, there is there's such a a huge part that the lifestyle and um, content creation has is added and truly, I mean, it's just changed my life forever. And in a positive way. I mean, like you said, you're living your best life. And so I want to go to like, I guess not so serious things. Speaking of living your best life, tell me your favorite situation. Is it a male, female, male? Is it groups? Is it couples? Like what is your favorite? (sighs) My favorite. Well, you know, I'm kind of a princess, like I said. <laughs> uh, I love that about I, you. <laughs> I tend to, thank you. I want the I massage first. To, I want to be winded and dyed. <laughs> yeah, I, well, maybe it's just because, maybe this is my husband's way speaking, speaking through me. So I was like, you're such a princess, you know, but he loves me. But um, I, I really like, like, MFMs are probably my favorite. Okay, me too. Me too. (laughs) I do enjoy it, but I think I just like just the attention. I was like, this this is like all about me for a second here. And then, but I think it's beyond that. It's like, ooh, I get to please like more than one guy at one time. It's like, it's. Mm -hmm. They're both looking at you like you're fucking the sexiest (laughs) thing in the world and they both want you. No, I get it. And I love the term princess. I'm going to go with that now because we've been referring to me as a narcissistic bitch. Because, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> male, female, male. Oh, hold on. Who's we? Okay, myself. I'm referring to myself. <laughs> Me and my other personality, yes. okay? <laughs> I've got a few of those. No, because we were talking in previous episodes. I always thought that like I always wanted the threesome aspect. And I was like, oh yeah, female, male, female. You know, that's where it's at. And then I was like, huh. no, I actually am really into the male, female, male because yeah, like – I mean, as sorry as I am to admit it, I like being the center of attention. And I like that there are two guys there looking at me like I am a fucking goddess and want to play with me and I want to please them. And it's, yeah, that's, I was like, okay, I'm super narcissistic because I want it all about me, but we're going to go with princess from now on. (laughs) Yes. I like that. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that want to do that for you. So that's why I was like, okay. I was like, I'm satisfying, you know, I'm satisfying them and I'm satisfying, you know, my own ego a little bit here. But um, also beyond the fact of that, it's like people love to watch that too. So it, it's kind of a win-win-win all across yeah, the board. Exactly. We found that out too. Um, but yeah, I, after my first one, I was I was kind of hooked. I was like, okay, I like the two males and I kind of like the tag team aspect of it and just yes. kind of being pushed back and forth between them. There's just something really hot about it. Yeah, I think that's another thing. That's a good good point I didn't even think about before. It's probably like the energy dynamic there too, because for me, I'm definitely like more of like I like to be told what to do. Me too. You know? mm-hmm. um, so it it's great. It's it's like you've got, you know, and there's there's no downtime. I think also like just my intense, just always thinking, always wanting to do stuff. Um, it's a nice energy outlet <laughs> because I've always got something to do. It's like I've 
you know, I've got my hands and there's multiple hands going on and it's just, it's great. Yeah. And I think too, it's like you were saying, like, it, as women, we are thinking a lot during the day and we're kind of responsible for a lot of things and we're always thinking. So to be in that situation mm -hmm. where two guys are kind of just taking control of it and you don't have to uh, think yes. and you yes. just get to play, it's, oh, it's my favorite. There, It's just so sexy. It's a vacation. It's great. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go on my hour of vacation right now. Um, so we also have not yet, and it's something that's on my list, is um, – like a group, an orgy aspect. Um, yeah. How are those? Is that something I should definitely try to make happen here? I think you should definitely try it once. Okay. It is, um, uh, so going back to the, you know, your concern about like, okay, driving with like couples and like this and that, it does become, I don't think people like realize, like it, it does become kind of like, work almost at like find that many people at the same time. So like it does take some timing and organizing and planning, but like building your network of people that, you know, like, okay, are reliable and you'll be there when they say they're going to be there. Like that's the secret sauce to making those large group things happen. Um, because we tried kind of like on a whim where like everybody fans are always like, Oh my gosh, like you don't have any trouble finding people to come over and, you know, do stuff with you. And we're like, no, it's actually a lot harder than it looks. Um, but as far as like the group play and stuff like that, it is a lot of fun. I think it's the the same thing before that you, like, there's always somebody there to like swap around with. And I like hearing people's noises and just mm -hmm. being part of like the whole experience of like, everybody's like, Everybody's like having a good time. I'm like, this is this is great. <laughs> and our events a good place to make that seems like the ideal place to make that happen because everyone's there for a common reason. No. <laughs> yeah. So actually, um, I would say that a lot of our, you know, our our play uh, happens, you know, outside of parties. Okay. Honestly, um, the the parties are you know for networking and stuff like that, and for you know meeting people, but. Um, you know, a lot of people choose to, you know, choose to do things, you know, independently and stuff like that. So I would say like, that's kind of, that's true for us is, you know, we meet people, we network and then, um, you know, and there have been like times where we're like, okay, let's go leave the party and like, you know, go to a different place and like, you know, let's make this happen. And that's fun too. But also having like planned events and um, times that we're going to do it. Like we know what to expect. We know what's going to happen kind of roughly and we kind of just go at it. And that's a lot of fun. It's, it gets very sweaty though. I must tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. But yeah, it just yes. seems hot. Like you said, there's just people everywhere and you get to hear sounds. I'm a very audio person, auditory. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I like uh -huh. to listen to it. And so the sounds and like looking over and just – seeing what these two are doing and what's what are those two doing and oh that's hot and now I'm even more mm -hmm. into what I'm doing like oh yeah it, it's like exponential it's just like it snowballs I know it's a thing anyway but like you know it like it just snowballs off of of one another and that's that's the great thing about I think like the multiplication factor I guess of you know the sexual experiences um it's not just limited to you and one other person and what's going on I'm sold let's do it yeah. Let's make this yeah, happen. Do it. <laughs> I need a group. Let's make this happen. 
I know I know a couple or two, so. <laughs> hmm, so if we made our way to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that we can pull some strings and make something happen. Oh my gosh. Babe, book the flights right now. Oh look. <laughs> I wanna I wanna hear this the keyboard just going. Yes, book these <laughs> and flights. We're, we're going. No, we we are. We're really trying to make New Year's happen just because it sounds like so much fun. And like we said, we've never been to an event. So New Year's, I feel like, would be the perfect time to just go have a good time, let loose, meet people. We would love to pop your cherry. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop making me horny on air. (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) It would be awesome. So. We're, we're going to do our best. We, we definitely want to get out to St. Louis. I think we'd all have a really good time. I think you guys would too. And we would love, again, we would love to have you here. And we're always, always down to, you know, meet more like-minded couples and, and people and just, you know, would love to introduce you to some other people. And uh, it's, it's really a great community around St. Louis. So. Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you taking the time to come on, giving us yeah, your story. You. Um, it's very evident how passionate you are about just the lifestyle and being authentic. And I think that really shows through in everything that you do. And and that's why you are at that top 0.3% because people see that this is the real you and you're fucking hot. So that always helps oh. a little bit. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. And like I said, I, I don't think I'll ever get to a point where I just don't feel like, um, you know, that my life is kind of surreal sometimes and just, want to try to, you know, be conscious of that and grateful and keep doing what I'm doing as long as I'm able to do it and just have fun. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, we're all thankful for this ability to just fuck around. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you being an open book, sharing things with us. You've, You've kind of put things into perspective for me a little bit on certain things. So we really, really loved having you on here. Is there anything else you want to add before we sign off? Um, honestly, like, really, like, thank you guys for being part of um, just, you know, having a positive voice out there and just getting information out there. And, um, you know, I've lots of stuff to share other than, you know, just my uh, you know, adult content and stuff like that. Like, we'll post, I'll post blurbs about just like random things, like all the time, you know, education of terms and just, you know, what's going on and stuff in the neighborhood. But um, I guess like the best way probably to you know, check in on that or, you know, if you guys are interested um, in connecting with like, you know, me, the network, anything like that, um, you know, our link tree, um, linktree.com slash Erica Swings pretty much has like all of our stuff on all of our socials. But um, yeah, just to kind of keep in the know about like what's happening, what parties we're going to, you know, who we're meeting, stuff like that. Um, yeah, just come be part of our, our little circle. It's um, It's a great place to be. Plus We're going to do it. <laughs> yep. And she's sexy. <laughs> and she's sexy. So you just want to follow oh, her. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Again, we appreciate having you. Um, we'll see you in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> I I am counting on this. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready. All right. We will. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We're so grateful we got to talk to um, Miss Erica. She is amazing and really, like I told her, just so authentic. And I truly believe that's why she um, does as well as she does because people really relate to her. She's so real and 
she's hot, which helps a lot. So um, when you got a body like that, um, real quick before we sign off, we mentioned it while talking to Erica, but the amount of positive comments and feedback we have got on this podcast means more to me really than than anything on the content creation side. Um, it is so awesome that through this you know, podcast that was just meant to be for you and me to talk about our adventures because we had nobody else to talk them, talk with about them. We we're like, let's do this podcast and let's just, you know, throw it out there. And it's a way for us to get things off our chest and release and communicate about it turned into a community and people have reached out to us and like thanked us because of what we've told them, they've been given the confidence to to go out and pursue their kinks and do the swinging thing and the hot wife thing and realize like it's not quote unquote wrong or not normal. Um, they're seeing that it is just a way of life. And, and I love that so much. I love that people are getting the confidence to just be them. And there's a ton of messages every day through just the different social app or social media platforms that you're on and then through OnlyFans and um daily there's a ton and like when I say a ton it's not just like one or two here and there it's literally like multiple like multiple messages daily from new people it's usually not recurring these are all just a ton of people that are listening so I think we're a little over you know the the 15 17 followers we've got now um but, I don't know how I mean literally but... there's there's a ton of people that reach out and I mean, they're taking the time to formulate a message and, and hit send, but it's all the same message over and over and over again of just how grateful people are, um, that are already in the lifestyle that, Oh, Hey, you're, you're kind of a voice. Um, you know, we appreciate you sharing those stories and, uh, the mindset was exactly the same when we first started. And, uh, you know, those were our worries too, or our concerns or whatever it may be. Um, and then the people that aren't in the lifestyle that are like looking into it, um, you know, if they're, if they're married or with someone, um, oh, Hey, your podcast was the catalyst for us to have the conversation. I shared this with my significant other and now we're actually scheduling our first date. Um, and we're going to go out and do this and, uh, you know, and they've kept, kept us up to speed on their progress and, and kind of those sorts of things. And it's so awesome. I've got to, to make videos for, for yeah. wives like, Hey, will you make a video for, for my wife? It's her first hot wife date. Will you just send a little video of encouragement? Like it'll help both of our nerves. And that, that is my favorite thing. That is my out of Everything we do, that has been my favorite thing is that people can relate, that people understand that it's okay, that we have helped being a driving force really to showing that you do you, man, have fun and pursue whatever it is together as a couple that makes you happy. So we never thought that us two getting on here and just talking about the lifestyle and whatever we wanted. And some, some podcasts are more serious and some are more informative. And sometimes we're just downright idiotic. And like, we get to, I get to mess around with my best friend on here. I get to joke around with my best friend and laugh and, and people like it. 
That's crazy to me. Which speaks a lot about you guys, weirdos. <laughs> Bunch of weirdos if you like this. But, but we, we're we, we like weirdos, so... We're super thankful for all of you. We're so glad that we've been able to uh, provide information and entertainment and inspire others, encourage others. Like, again, that's the best part for me. So we're very thankful for all of you. We're thankful that you listen, that you join in. We hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving, um, whether it's a lifestyle one or a vanilla one. We hope no matter what, you get to spend quality time with the people you love. Um, so real quick, uh, Erica, she found out about this from someone that is ha- is a listener. And Erica put out a post on Twitter or whatever it was. I, I don't remember asking for a lifestyle podcast. And so this particular listener, who I think might also be a follower on your OnlyFans put a post with our podcast on it and was like, Hey, you have to listen to this one and this and that. And she reached out to us and was like, Hey, uh, someone told me I need to listen to your podcast. Like, you know, and then that was pretty much the beginning of this conversation, which led, uh, led to her being on, on this episode. Um, so yeah, thank you for your support. thanks, (laughs) Thanks for the support there because we had a fantastic conversation and really, I, I think it's just that one little recommendation that got sent to her post that that's really leading to us potentially heading out to, to St. Louis to giving you guys some good content to do a, a collab with her and um, you know, maybe some other people that she's connected with out there and stay tuned. We're super excited for it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for sticking with us. And I'm, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed, enjoy our humor and our conversations because we sure enjoy them. This is something that's fun for us and we're just glad other people um, enjoy it as well. So happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Eat lots of food. Hopefully mashed potatoes off your significant other. Stuff those turkeys. All the things. We're trying to make Thanksgiving as sexy as possible. <laughs> We're talking Stuff about mashed that potatoes turkey again. and put mashed potatoes on your titties. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Have a great holiday. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep fucking.